In six months, you've already gotten it to the level where I didn't make a single dollar for the first nine months of trying to figure out websites you know, when I started online. So the technology and the simplicity of being able to do this married with an existing business is such a recipe now. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we've basically doubled the business within a very short period of time. Simon's joined us full time. I can handle the tech of Active Pro or 10X Pro, Active Campaign 10X Pro. I can handle both of them. So, I mean, I'm IT semi savvy, but I'm not IT geek. And I can handle all those sort of systems once I finish in the first day yelling at it a little bit to say, well, what does this mean? Well, that always helps. If you yell at the computer, that definitely helps. Yeah, it definitely does. And there was a bit of, Simon, get this thing working. Why is it not doing it? This is Superfast Business with James Schramko. James Helping you build your business super fast. James Schramko here. Welcome back to superfastbusiness.com. This is episode 856. Today, we're going to be having a look at a use case of how you run your website to run in-person live events in a non-businessy field, which is really exciting to do these kind of case studies. And to join me today, I have Dr. Melissa Davidson and Simon Smith. Welcome to the call. Welcome. Hello, James. So we've got a specialist physiotherapist and an accounting field specialist. What a combo. Yep. Good description. Husband and wife, married 30 years and working together for much of that. So I'm sure there'll be some questions you have around that too, James. Well, I'm pretty familiar with the whole working together, living together situation. My wife and I share a business in recruitment, been working together for the last 10 years it's been a lot of fun. I think it's magic when you can make that work. And I feel like there's a lot of benefits for working together and especially working from home these days. And the rest of the world's starting to discover this. Fascinating. I was speaking to a property buyer a week or two ago, and there's a lot of transactions going on in some of the richest suburbs of Sydney where the guys who used to be traveling around the world and being very busy with business are now stuck at home and they're starting to focus on new things like their actual relationship. And it's causing a lot of changes in living situations. So interesting times we live in. I think you were probably fairly quick to take advantage of developing the hybrid of running a traditional business, but also leveraging the online world. And that's what we want to talk about today. I came about your details through our 10X Pro community. I know you're using that platform. I'm going to mention your website early on in this episode, drmelissadavidson.com. That's the website we're talking about today. That is a 10X Pro website. And what really caught my mind is the way you're using it because it's a little bit different to the regular scenario we see. Instead of selling dog training courses or teaching people business lessons online and so forth, like we often see this sort of stuff. You're running in-person events, which obviously has some limitations in the current environment. It probably can work well in New Zealand most of the time because you have to be one of the least affected countries in the entire world in terms of a pandemic. Although sadly, you and I are all in lockdown as we record this. But it also now, it gives you that platform where you can start leveraging more into the information and membership zone. But why don't we just sort of lay down the foundations? How did you first start utilizing the website more to help you support your practice? Well, it started with a Facebook post. Well, I guess a bit of background first, though. Melissa, 
you want to tell us your background? So I'm a physiotherapy specialist in pelvic health that deals with all the areas in the crotch area, not public health, pelvic health. So it is a specialty area. I'm the only physiotherapy specialist in pelvic health in New Zealand. So it's a registration under the physiotherapy board. So we're considered experts in our field. We have to do quite a few hoops and loops to get to that level. And part of my reason for doing my master's and my PhD was so that I could then have the academic, I suppose, mana behind me to then incorporate into training courses. So once I finished my PhD last year, it was all on to bring training courses. So initially, we just put a post on a Facebook group we belong to to say, if you were interested in these sort of courses, where would you look? And we got over 100 people slamming us with, yes, please sign me up. And we didn't have anywhere to sign up. I hadn't actually made the courses yet. We didn't have dates. We didn't have anything. So I think it all kicked off in March this year, which is only six months or less ago. And we've now run, well, by the end of the year, we would have run in person for probably about 80 physios learning how to do pelvic health internals, which has just about increased the population of pelvic floor physios in New Zealand by a third, including moving from having one male pelvic floor physio to the end of the year by having about six in this area. So it's ramped up very, very fast. And to do that, we needed something that was easy for physios to negotiate. They're not the most IT friendly folk. They're very good with the bodies, but not when it comes to IT. And we needed something that would reduce our workload considerably because running them without a website is a pain in the ass, frankly. It just takes too long. And I suppose you can fix the pain in the ass with some of your techniques, but we can, we can, yeah. <laughs> good pun, good pun. We can go right down that road if you like, James. I can take it down another lever. There's so many opportunities for humor in this field. That's part of our branding, but you, we do have to be careful in public care. <laughs> Yeah, of course. It's like cracking jokes, walking through security at the airport. Is just you can't do that anymore. So, how did you used to do it? Like, how did this happen before the website? Because, well, I think early on I got in touch with you through Superfast Results. We signed up there to ask the question: How do we solve this problem? We've got all these people giving us information. It's coming in via email. We're collating it onto a spreadsheet. This person here wants to do this course. We've got another course here. They also want to do that. They want to pay us. How do we make this easier? So we ran the first course we did manually. And we came up with some imaginative marketing. So it was course one, course two, course three, course four. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Great copywriting there. I think we've got some scope to improve. But yeah, so course one, that's all about integrating pelvic health into your regular general physiotherapy practice. So we ran that manually. It was all through a spreadsheet. People we gave them our business bank account number. They paid us via internet banking. We had to reconcile that, send them a receipt, send them an invoice if they wanted to claim that back on for tax purposes or from their employer. You know, all those kinds of things. And also, I like people to make sure that they're actually doing, when you do a course, you're supposed to, well, you don't have to, but a lot of courses will have pre-reading. So you have to send out information about pre-reading. You have to send out information about what they have to bring on the course. You know, multiple emails have to go out, um, multiple tracking of those. We wanted them to do, along with the pre-course reading, we want them to do a pre-course test to make sure that they've actually read the reading. So when they come to the course, they're not coming in completely blind. So we needed to run that. And after the course, we also are nasty. We do a post-course test 
an evaluation before they're allowed to download their certificates. So we needed something that would make it easy to do rather than me spending hours and hours or Simon spending hours and hours trying to juggle it all. It's okay when we did it, you know, five years ago and we had 10 people, but when you're running a course for 40 people at a time and they're coming from around New Zealand and some want to pay in part payment, just like nightmare. Right. Well, I mean, it's interesting as you say this, how I was using websites, say in 2009, for example, I would sell a live event. I'd put the event on my sales page. People would pay for their ticket online. They would get sent follow-up emails. They would be given offers to join my membership. So everything was integrated. That's like my whole business was online. Sometimes I think because you had a physical business, it's tempting to do it the old way. I imagine a lot of practitioners are trying to string together bits and pieces like an event type website or get the kid down the road who went to uni to try and cobble together a little brochure style website. But all these little broken bits, tell me if I'm right here, just looking at your site, it looks like you've got one place where you pay one fee that is fully hosted, it's tech friendly, you've been able to put your information about your business, you've been able to put links to your courses and you've been able to collect the money and then integrate follow-up. I imagine you've stuck it together with some kind of email system, which it's pretty friendly with, and it's as easy for you. Exactly. After that first course, we knew we had to do something differently. I've been listening to Superfast Business and all back in to the Freedom Ocean days with you, James. And so I was aware of 10X Pro. We were thinking, mm, yeah, do we jump in and make the investment? So it's getting over that hurdle of, you know, the however many hundred US dollars it is a month. And now we've gone annual. So we've taken advantage of that discount because once we'd run the first course using 10X Pro, it just was so much easier and thought, right, this is the way we've got to go. So in terms of tech stack, we've got it integrated with Active Campaign for our CRM. And that was on your recommendation, James, and then Stripe for the payment side of things and uh, Zapier for some of the automations to so that the systems talk to each other. Yeah, it's working well. It also, uh, we're looking at Zero uh, for accounting and that integrates with the practice management system that we use for managing Melissa's in-person patient consult side of the business. And I guess the logical next step, given that we're prone to lockdowns, there'll be probably hotspot lockdowns. Let's yeah. just say for the next 10 years, this is probably a way of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like realistically, when there's outbreaks or new strains or whatever, we're locked down. So I know you're thinking of adding online components to this, the membership, and products, et cetera. People don't have to come in person to... It would be very easy for you to just add a membership campaign and then put your membership stuff in there. So you can have people come to your site, purchase something, and then have delivery of it. You can even have completion of certification. They can tick boxes when they've completed it. You can do quizzes and tests. You can issue digital certificates. All of that stuff's built in. So you don't have to add or stack all these extra things on top of it. The fact that you can count your tech stack on one hand separates you from the bulk of confused people trying to enter the online space. And I imagine what's worked for you would also work for other health service practitioners or other specialists, whether they're teaching people how to paint, do music, look after babies, teach people how to make coffee. All of these things could use probably a very similar stack if they're doing in-person components or they want to have a hybrid of in-person and online. Yeah. Yeah. So the aim is to get this running well this year and take advantage of the fact that we are 
well, we were as of until Tuesday, COVID-free for many months. And so we're now in what we call level four lockdown, which I think the rest of the world thinks we have been put in jail. But if we can control it, we're happy only to go outside our fence with a mask on. And that's about it. We are allowed to go to petrol stations, supermarkets, pharmacy. And a doctor. And a doctor at the hospital. You're not allowed to go to your GP. You're only allowed to go for emergencies. And that's it. That's our level four lockdown. So with that in mind, we want to get in-personal things sorted this year because I'm also combining this with clinical seeing patients. So Simon's come on board full time now to help run all that sort of stuff. But isn't that good though? Like just to put this in perspective, you've gone from a fairly difficult organizational process to a very simple one in just six months. You've got this lovely little website I'm looking at here. And that's really what I want to get across on this podcast. You don't have to spend $50,000 on an agency. You don't have to try and figure out all the pieces of the puzzle. You just have to put all the things you already have into one simple place. Your website does the job. I can see here course one, course two, course three, course four. You click on the links. It tells you what to do. It shows you how to, to do the money and then they get communicated with you. Yeah. It's such a great start. I just want to say well done because in six months you've already gotten it to the level where I didn't make a single dollar for the first nine months of trying to figure out websites you know, when I started online. So the technology and the simplicity of being able to do this married with an existing business is such a recipe now. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we've basically doubled the business within a very short period of time. Simon's joined us full time. I can handle the tech of Active Pro or 10X Pro, Active Campaign 10X Pro. I can handle both of them. So, I mean, I'm IT semi savvy, but I'm not IT geek. And I can handle all those sort of systems once I finish in the first day yelling at it a little bit to say, well, what does this mean? Well, that always helps. If you yell at the computer, that definitely helps. Yeah, it definitely does. And there was a bit of, Simon, get this thing working. Why is it not doing? And it's just, you know, the end user might have been the issue. And physios who are using the system love it. We've got a forum going. So once they've signed up for a course, they can message us. They can talk to each other. The next stage is we're wanting to do mentoring through it. So having mentoring groups every month to be able to talk about any issues, have a membership sign up as the next stage when Simon stops foofing around. Come on, Simon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurry up. And also we're bringing in some sort of public-facing directory, which I don't know if we're bringing it through that or not. But it all integrates. I mean, for me as a physio, I wanted one thing to be able to do everything for us. Now, Simon's told me we can't quite have that yet, but this covers off a huge amount of it. And I can use it and my physios who are signing up for courses can use it. And eventually we want the public to be able to use it as well because at the moment this is the health professionals and we've got health professionals like osteos as well signing up and exercise physiologists. So it's not just physios who are signing up to it. There's other health professionals. We've opened it up because of the interest in it. Next year or by the end of the year, if we're in lockdown for a long period of time, then we will be doing the public side of things. So that's where we can get members of the public finding us and having resources on there for them and bringing some sort of membership for that as well. Well, you can definitely do blog posts and change the search engine titles and start attracting the, the type of clients you want. And of course, Simon, you've experienced the social wall that I have in Superfast Results, so you got to see it working. So that's going to be part of our membership offering. So I've listened many times to your course about setting up a membership site that we got from uh, Superfast Results. We'll be looking at joining the membership in Superfast Business as well. 
soon, but this year I've made a conscious effort to do a bit of a digital detox. So I've been listening to all sorts of different information. I think the first time I came across internet-based marketing, that was with Internet Business Mastery. So Jeremy and Jason all those years ago. Wow. And we applied some of those techniques into our, at that time, we owned a physiotherapy practice in Queenstown, New Zealand. We applied some of those techniques to our website there and what we were trying to do online. But I think COVID has given us a chance to rethink where we're at in business. I was working for a big corporate in the first lockdown in New Zealand last year. Melissa wasn't able to see patients. So we thought, okay, what do we do? So that got us thinking down the lines of once you had finished a PhD, we want to get back into doing in-person courses and in-person events again and having the right platform to do that. Well, you know, the thing you've just mentioned there, this is critical. You are not alone in this. The entire world has had a shift in, oh, maybe I can work from home now. Maybe I can move from the city. I surf with a group of friends locally here. Pre-COVID, on a typical weekday, there'd be around three to five people out in the surf. Do you know how many people are out in the surf at the moment? It's 120 people per session. I'm the kind of person who looks around and observes what's happening. Now, of course, I'm super connected to people all around the world. I travel the world every day on my Zoom here. And I've got hundreds and hundreds of members from everywhere. So I get piped in all the information. But what I'm hearing from many, many corporate types is they're not going to go back to work. They're not going to do the way they used to do. So it's a race. I just want to make this clear. It is a race for people that how quickly can they discover this online world to get that early movers advantage and to get a strong foothold in there. And that's what I've been helping clients do for over the last decade My clients had the best year ever financially because they were already a decade or five or three or whenever they started ahead of the big moving tide. So make no mistake, this is the time to hit the throttle. While you are sitting at home, build that membership, build the courses and get the advantage because unfortunately, this is a big storm and some people are drowning and other people are in icebreakers, right? The boat you're in matters and you've got a good boat and I'm excited for where you're taking it because you got the first level done. You got your first four courses done. You've got the automation and obviously you don't need to be a coder or a techie to do it. Yeah. And thankfully, this is what I love hearing from you. I don't know if you realize how important this is, but I'm so glad you said you've got a forum or a community there to support your courses and you didn't say that you've stuck everyone on a Facebook group because I think that's what everyone does, the obvious thing. It's so dangerous. So you're doing it right. And this is such a powerful message. These little discussions we have around how everyday normal businesses have adapted is really going to inform and help a whole new generation of people online. So you're in the right place. And you don't need a lot of extra stuff in terms of the detox because John supports 10X Pro so well and he's got his weekly call where you can ask him anything you want. And he's got trainings on everything from writing a sales page to doing your membership. So with his help and my help, you're covered. And I appreciate you coming along sharing this. I don't know how many pelvic physiotherapy type health professional clients are going to be able to get too much out of this, except that if they're doing it the manual hard way, they should see this as a shining example of best practice. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm doing the in-person at the moment because we can. You know, we've got some more courses. In four weeks, we've got a big course in Auckland, whether we can hold it or not, if we have to postpone it. Who knows? We've got one in the South Island where we happen to be combining it with, well, if we're going to South Island, well, we must have a holiday and, you know, go see the old haunts in Queenstown, that sort of stuff. So I'd be heading over to Kaikoura just quietly. Yeah. And not for whale watching. (laughs) Yeah, Crayfish? No, I'd be... Oh, surf. Oh, yes. 
Mangamanu was one of the greatest surf trips I've ever had. It was just yeah. unbelievable. At that time, it was the best wave I'd ever caught in my life. I went up and down the wave face about 10 times and I was just shaking with adrenaline after that. It blew my mind. The question is, has the Kaikoura earthquake changed that? Because It has. It's changed the lineup. Yeah, the whole shift has changed. It's definitely changed. And I suspect that, you know, no offence, but being a wussy Australian. <laughs> None taken at all. You had a dry suit, you know, like 10 mil with a full hood and everything sealed. I bought a 4.3 and I wore booties and a squid lid and I felt stupid and my squid lid and the water was icy cold. Definitely the coldest water I've ever surfed. This is the only time I've surfed where there's beautiful waves and I look up and there's an ice-capped mountain off in the distance. I'm like, you don't see that in the Maldives. You don't see that in Fiji. You don't see that in the Philippines. So it was, it was such a great experience. Yeah. But I think the vast majority of people listening to this podcast are not able to have in-person events right now. And that's why yeah. you've got a unique situation and where you're going is where most people need to be now. Yeah. And I think in my field, in health professional fields, we are a little on the backward side when it comes to technology and using it, etc. I have a big advantage. I have a husband who's a bit of an IT geek. Our oldest boy is a coder or front end, back end, whatever it is. And our youngest son is also a computer literate. So I just go, okay, I'll do the content, you do the rest of it sort of thing. So if you're going to marry somebody, you might as well make sure it works like that. Yin yang, they call it. Yeah, he's useless on the tools, but that's okay. I'm better at it than he can do all the tech. Well, I want to say this for anyone listening to this or watching this, if you are good at making the content, if you're the visionary type that often ends up as an entrepreneur, there are plenty of services now that support 10X Pro where you can just give them your stuff and they'll set it all up for you. I'm in partnership with one of them. There's three of them in my membership. So you don't have to look far to get help because that's the first thing people are like, can you just do it for me? Yes, there is that type of service. So if you haven't married Simon Smith, you're okay. But if you have, then you're extraordinarily lucky, of course. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. That's what yeah. I tell her. Yeah. yeah. He still, you know, needs some tidying up, like trying to manage me last year during our first lockdown when we were putting everything online was something that just about resulted in a homicide and jail time. But once he figured out that that wasn't a good idea to do and just leave me yelling at the computer, that was fine. But now it's given us a really good position now to be ahead. Like you said, we're ahead of the game and we can easily take this international in person if we're allowed to travel again or putting things together to be able to do it online because we've got all the systems here and we'll keep improving things because you know you can never stay still but at least we're where we are now and it's certainly made a difference to our bottom line also the fact that we're back working together currently I keep looking out the window because there's some baby ducklings wandering across pheasants and we've got a big reserve next door to us and we have noticed there's a lot of Aucklanders have appeared who are relocating down here because why do you want to live in a big city when you can live semi-rural and have the beach of Lake Taupo. The waves aren't so good for surfing, but... Surely you get a lake swell occasionally when there's big wind, yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah, and they can do kite surfing as well. In a certain wind, they can do kite surfing and normal surfing. But it takes a certain wind at a certain... Enough to make my hair go horizontal is where we get the surfing. Oh, that's hilarious. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming and sharing. I'll issue this challenge to you. 
come back in the future and give us an update on where you took it from here and we can look back on this episode and say, oh, remember those early foundational days. I want to see if you can take it to the next stage and you want to share that result, then by all means, get in touch, come back and give us an update on your journey. And thanks for being a 10X Pro user. I'm here to support you. John Lint's there to support you. And I think this is going to inspire someone who's just on that journey now. So thank you so much for sharing. I've been chatting with Dr. Melissa Davidson and Simon Smith. I've been talking about how they're using 10X Pro to run in-person events and how they're going to extend that now into the memberships and all the peripheral other things that it can do. This is episode 856. We'll fully transcribe it at superfastbusiness.com. Until next time, thank you so much, Dr. Melissa and Simon. Thanks, James. See ya. Discover how to build your business super fast. Check out superfastbusiness.com. Thank you.